Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, guys, we are here in our own world. Actually, today, I want to make an announcement. Unfortunately, Jem has had to take the side pod. She had to go to another planet. It's called Glork. It's on the other side of the universe. I love Glork. Well, she actually is on a mission to find and mine a rock that will keep Beyonce alive forever. She's doing the hard work. She's doing the the work that we all need. Mm Mm-hmm. So actually, Jem, are you there? Let's check in with you real quick. Come Gem, check, baby. Gem. I'm here, but not for long. Listen, Twiggy, Avery, I am so sorry I'm not there to be with you guys and you flew all the way all here to see us. But listen, I had to. Em, it's magical. There are giant bees everywhere. I can't believe I got down here without even so much as a camera to take pictures of it. But listen, I gotta go. This might be the world's only chance. Listen, have the best time. Don't forget, a diva is a female version of a hustler. And praise Yonce till the end of time. Goodbye, guys. Bye. You are doing the work that we all need, baby. Thank you. Beyonce shall live forever. Thanks to you. And nobody forget it out there. American Thank you, Jim. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Well, today is a very special episode. You are in Emily's world. So I, <laughs> I've known these two people who are here that are about to introduce themselves for a minute now. You all have been very special to me in my life. And that's why I'm glad that you're here sitting with me today. So thank you, Em. We are talking about high school. We are talking about your formative years. We are talking about the experiences you have when you're growing up, how they shape you as a human being and just exploring and vibing out. So without further ado, I would like to introduce, introduce yourselves. You go first, Twig. Hi. Hello. I'm Federico. Emily knows me as Twiggy. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. You're you know? Federico. I, my name is Federico Manuel Stesinger. I'm here from Miami. <laughs> I know an Emily from high school. We were in the school band together. We were school rivals. Rivals? We were, yeah. You, I, I, why not? Let's go. Let's go there. What sure. do you mean rivals? I'll, I'll, we'll, fi- we'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> um, and we've been both little music meisters, uh, jam buddies. He's being a little bit modest time. right now. I guess so. I was in awe of you. I always was like, look at this cat. Okay. I looked up to you. Like he's in drama. He draws. He's playing music. Like I always looked up to you as this kid who was all around, you know, like showing up. And mm. I wanted to be kind of like that. Also, when you're in high school and you're growing up, I was talking about this with Avery, which we're about to introduce right now because she's going to punch me in the face. Hey, what's up? 
swear, Mary. She's, she's here. She's here. <laughs> but we're going to go to Aves now. But my point is that when you're in high school, because we all went to high school together. Yeah. When you're in high school, you don't realize like now we're about to be 28. Right. Oh, we're God. all. I know. Thank you for that. <laughs> but you know what? So you young. look back like, how do you think about a 15 year old, 16 year old? Oh, now? sure. I They're have children. that conversation they they myself all the time about like 15 year old me. And I see kids now at that age. And it's like I was once there. Yeah. Like and it completely changed. Like I realize how in a way there was confidence you have at that age yep. where you wish you had confidence in other places. And where you had confidence, you wish you did not. Yeah, wish like, you well, kind of swallowed your pride a little bit. Yeah, Check yourself, you, you can't help as that age to not know how to swallow your pride. What did I just say? I said you feel like you're an adult, mm -hmm. but you're not. No, I feel like the more removed I am from that period, the more I take from it. Sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. You, like, as much as you think you, it's a moment for you to grow and figure things out, I have yet to completely figure out what I'm doing. You yeah. know, I've realized that even as a kid, like there was a moment where it just kind of like clicked for me that even adults are still figuring it yes. out. Yes. Always. I'm constantly changing. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I will be at 30. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I'll be at a uh, 65. But even like a year from now, you could be like, have a, you could have a life thing that just changes. 70, your... I'm going to be like leather skin with like a hemp shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like a little Vespa. I see it already. Oh yeah. I was like, hello. Uh, hi there. My, my girlfriend's half my age. No, I don't want to do that. That's not this. That's not the, the aesthetic I'm going it. for. You're no. If it's uh, thrown at me, <laughs> I'll how am it. I to say no? Yeah. Right. I don't mind being used. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Okay. Wait. So, so now, now it's time for Avery. My second flight attendant today. Thank you for joining us on this flight, by the way. Did you get a degree in spaceship stuff? <laughs> yes, cool. I went to DeVry for spaceship stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Aves. Avery Mother Effin Watson. Yo. Who are you? What do you do? How do we know each other? Well, I am Avery Mother Effin Watson. Mm -hmm. um, met you in ninth grade, so high school. Start of that. And we hit it off. You know, we were friends from the start and, like, always got along could laugh and have fun. I love, I looked up to both you guys. I loved the whole art stuff and the music. I love singing, but I'm like a more a car and shower singer. I looked up to you dude. more than, yeah. Yeah. Good show. Avery's but sick. <laughs> but we merged more in the sports world because you're a little athlete. So we um, did like powder puff football. That was the best. I love that. This girl can play football. Uh, like, no, I'm other. sorry. Listen, whoever was present for that Miami Country Day powder puff football game. We Avery and I shut that year, right? shit down. Down. Oh, no one can get around us. Breaking ankles out here. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like we were sophomores. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. We're going into the we high peaked. school talk. We Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to high school. Yes. Go back into your high school years, guys, out there, wherever you are. We're going to get into this, but, you know, I want to hear Twiggy's perspective because Avery and I are Dumb both jokes. gay. We're gay. Yes. What? No. Did you know that? <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, you guys are so super Avery gay. and I super both got infected by the gay virus. We did. I'm so sorry. It happened. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Greatest. <laughs> we didn't get the vaccine for the gay. Yeah. We tried to get the vaccine for the gay, but it didn't happen. But anyway, while we were in high school, no. we were great friends, but we never talked about our sexuality. Mm -mm. We never talked about, you know, what was going on. I'm yeah. curious, Twiggy. Question. Uh -huh. What? Did you ever think either of us were gay? No. I'm serious. Be yes, honest. I knew you were gay. Oh, you knew? I, I, like Did Avery, you know? Avery, I was 50-50. 50-50. But I was 100. Like, yeah. <laughs> 150. <laughs> but like there's the gay, first off, I mean, being gay is a spectrum, right? Yeah. I, that's as, what I'm as, saying. As is everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Like as much as I could have been like, oh, Emily's totally gay. I was like, Emily could be a bit gay. Like I have to paint a picture of who Emily was in high school. I'll just describe it. Do it. Yeah. And you had the same look through like all of high school. Yeah. And oh, that was I'll, that's my next question, but paint the picture. Go I'll ahead. Paint the picture. Um like pigtails? Is that are those what braids? those Two braids? Braids, braids, yeah. braids uh -huh. really. Um, but not like uh Raggedy Ann braids. Right. It was yeah. more like the bassist for Metallica but braids. But it was bad though, like really bad. <laughs> like that literally that haircut, uh glasses and would never wear any kind of dress or skirt, hated it, always yeah. in shorts, jorts, yep. pants. Love it. Uh, the rocker look and just like <laughs> hated the idea of being like seen as feminine. You thought yeah. it was like being forced upon you and you were like, no, I want to wear this. 
sometimes when I put on girly clothes, feminine clothes, I feel more masculine. Like it makes me feel like it's forced. Yeah, so it makes me like, feel like I'm not, not wearing what I should be wearing. Like, oh, that's yeah, what you want me, me to look yeah. like. Right? <laughs> yeah, totally. So like I have like, I like my sporty kind of attire and whatever. Um, but if I'm wearing like more feminine stuff, I like it to be sexy, not like cute and pretty. I don't like, it's mm. like, like when I look cute and pretty, I feel like it looks forced. It looks, yeah. Oh. And I feel out of body. Right. But for me, it was like, this is my, this is my complaint. You're going to tell me, oh, you look pretty with your hair down. Oh, I'd love to see your legs. Oh, I'd love to see your body. By the way, Avery, we were athletes. We had rocking bodies. Yeah, we fucking did. There's no reason why we shouldn't have been showing our bodies, but it made me feel yeah. so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I was always thinking that. I was like, why isn't Emily showing her body? Exactly. Well, <laughs> because, <laughs> because if you don't feel comfortable, yeah. it feels like you're naked. Yeah. True. I never okay. saw it as like weird though. I just saw it as something of your own. Yeah. yeah. I never like the first thing I'm think like if I if I knew you in that way, I didn't think, oh, that's very strange. There's plenty of people who do the same thing. You know, it felt like something that wasn't enough for me to have like an intervention for you. Imagine yeah. if I had come up to you in high school and been like, well, you fucking like just like a girl, huh? What are <laughs> well, you doing, that, huh? I'm, yeah. you, you and me are going to the closet. We're going to get some girly clothes and we're going to no. put that on you. No. And you're going to like it. Yeah, no, oh, for no. sure. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like that we all, when you're in high school, that's the point. When you're growing and you're learning and you're whatever, yeah. you're not trying to judge other people. Of course. You want to love them for where they are at, whether sure. it's good for them or not. Right. That's what I feel like is the beauty of camaraderie and friendship <clears throat> we had such incredible times and we all had our own shit yeah. you know yeah but you still love people for where they're at if mm -hmm. somebody's insecure you can still acknowledge as an insecurity but you don't push them no right you, you know to love their insecurity love yeah. it for that's who they are how do you feel about that aves like have you ever been insecure definitely in high school for sure was more so of the insecurity um, I feel like more in college, everyone was more accepting. In high school, you want to try to go to that norm and you want to fit in that societal norm yeah. of like the popular girls and you want to wear this stuff and go out and do these things and say these things. In college, no one gives a fuck. And like it's, you definitely find yourself more. And I found myself more and I keep finding myself. Like we said, we keep What changing. did you study in college? I studied exercise science. Yeah. Whoa. What is that? It is um, a bridge path to being a physical therapist. So I did that. Florida State, go Knowles, exercise hey. science. And then I went to FIU, go Panthers, for physical therapy school. Whoa. So that's what I do now. And so I you're a physical therapist. Yeah. Doctor of physical therapy. Does exercise hey. science. Excuse me. Excuse me. Say it again one time. Doctor of physical therapy. Whoa. Um, yeah. So Aves, this is something that I just, I just love. You grew up in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Born and raised, 305. Born and raised. And when you grow up in Miami, you're raised in Miami, you hear Spanish all the time. See? <laughs> but you went down your physical therapy path, whatever, and then one day she calls me. She says, oh, you know, everybody that I work with, most of the people, they speak Spanish. Yep. And I want to communicate with the people that I work with. I want them to feel like they are heard. Yes. This fucking bitch taught herself motherfucking Spanish. Mm -hmm. And she sounds like a Cuban. <laughs> yo soy de Cuba. <laughs> wow. Not really. I'm honorary. <laughs> Pero yo hablo español. Y mis eh. pacientes piensan que yo soy de Cuba. ¿Viste? Porque mi acento. Oh, yo that's... quiero café con leche, oscuro, con wow. mucho azúcar. <laughs> <laughs> con un mitad de azúcar. Oh, oh, a little healthy, okay? <laughs> that's so like, pero, annoying. That's so annoying. But it's amazing. Where did you... So how did you study after that? You just... What, um, Duolingo? Just, no, working in the hospital and like listening and just practicing it. Wow. And like I just let myself do it, you know, not being afraid. All right. And stuff. But the patients who speak Spanish are like very happy and like they are grateful that I speak Spanish, yeah. you know? And it does help me get better rapport with the patients and That's like nice. they trust me better when I speak Spanish. Most them. of the people you would learn from were Cuban. Some Cuban Spanish I cannot understand and I'm like, okay, un poquito más despacio, por favor. Uh, <laughs> they start talking, they're like, oh, she knows Spanish. So then I'm like, not it, that well. <laughs> it's annoying because I have three accents really I, you know i'm venezolano i, I was born venezuela. in venezuela Very cool. but i grew up out here wait you were born in venezuela yeah when did you come I left to when i was here. two years old oh okay. wow okay the year was 1996 <laughs> <laughs> 1996 yeah chicago 1970 it was raining <laughs> the city's a cesspit of evil and scum and i'm the squeegee <laughs> sorry um 
we so all have ADD. So yeah, we're we back. all have ADD. We'll, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> and we'll remember to discuss it later. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. I know you have a couple impressions. Yeah. You, you want to give us some of them? So I'll introduce this truth. I am a paid voice actor. Super Are cool. you? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I've been getting paid so cool. to do some uh, voice acting for the first okay. time. Oh, so yes. you'll see some Italian cartoons that I'm going to be in. Nice. You'll see some Russian children's shows That's that I'm doing the narrator like. for. That's so yeah. cool. The narwhal is like an elephant with tusks. <laughs> And then, uh, so the most recent one, which I'm not, I can't talk about it too much. I'm going to be an orc. I'm going to be like an ogre who's like the best friend of the main character. Who's like a cool yeah. guy. And I'm like the jockey bigger what guy. Does it I'm sound like the Patrick like? Star. So I'm going to do it for you okay, right do now. Okay, do it, do it, do it. Hey, man, what's up? <laughs> I can see it. And he's like, he's a little younger and he's got little dreads and stuff. Oh, gnarly. And so, and it's, uh, he's kind of like laid back a bit. So he's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> The dragon's coming. We need to find the crystals. And it's just me like doing that voice for like an hour. Give me your Christopher walking. Um, I am walking. I'm a lady. It's so good to see you. But My favorite part about people that do voice oh, acting, yeah. their face morphs into the person. Like you become them. And oh, it's so you're the, cool. yeah. You, Aves, you got any it's impressions? It's really playing pretend, you know? Hmm. I don't really do impressions per se, but accents. Okay, that's like your I was telling accent. Fed before, I have a really good English accent, I think at least. Um, whenever Amelia I try to do an, Clark. Accent, Amelia Clark or Emma Watson, I'm a my, big fan. my distant cousin. Um, she got the acting genes, unfortunately, I did not. Sorry, but you're a terrible actor. I know, right? This is what am I even saying? <laughs> oh, hello, 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 what's all this? Oh, he's from Liverpool. <laughs> oh, Liverpool is like, hello, hey, hey, um, you like the Beatles? Oh, yeah, <laughs> George Harrison. We don't yeah, have like tease. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Ringo, yeah, it's good. Oh, that was pretty good. It's all right. Bad. So imagine, speaking. Imagine. So speaking of the Beatles yeah. and older times, 
Let's go back to high school. We all met in high school. We're, we're diverting. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. When we met, like Twiggy mentioned, Avery and I played sports together. Although you were on the soccer team and I played basketball and right. I never played soccer and you never played basketball. No, I was on the right, swim right. team. Same, same oh, season her, down here sorry. in South Florida. Those, those are the same season. Yeah. To, our, same to our northern listeners. Exactly. <laughs> if you were playing basketball and soccer, you never played them at the same time. Yep. In the southern hemisphere, the toilet actually spins backwards. That's gnarly. Uh, Is that what we're talking about? Did yep. you play a sport, Twig? <laughs> Did you ever play sport? I was in the swim team for a summer. Okay. And uh, boy, did I get just so ripped. I looked yeah, good. Swimming? I was oh my God. sexy for a Swimmer's summer. Bodies? Why aren't you swimming? Ooh. Okay. So and then I get to school starts and it's like, oh, so you're going to be the swim team now. I trained you to become the part of the swim team. You're in it, right? And, you know, I was part of the, the arts in country day. And like our school, I, I really was like so interested in trying everything because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I loved doing so many things. Yeah. And so... I did theater and I did the school band because I really enjoyed them and I put as much time into those as I could and I would draw during class when I should have been listening to uh, what I was studying, even though I got good grades, by the way. Just great grades. Know, great grades. So when the moment I had to like sacrifice one of those to go every like morning to exercise and do swimming, mm. which was fun, I didn't give a shit about. I yeah. wasn't passionate. Right. That was the first time I realized like what like a passion, man. I was like, I went yeah. up to the coach. I was like, it's not it. I don't got the, I don't got the fire in me for this. Yeah. I have the fire in me already for a bunch of other things. Yeah. So I can't just give, I can't throw away those fires. So you want to hear a very real thing. I've played basketball since I was 10 years old. Right. I'm five, two. I was a point guard. I was You're five, two. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. No, I, I can't see it. Like it, you it's your personality is like it's so large. My personality is eight feet big. It is. It is. <laughs> it's, just, it's touching the ground. It's swinging. It's, it's dragging along. But um, so yeah. So I was working every day. You know, let's let's play. Let's focus. Let's whatever. And that's the thing. Like when you're in high school and you're learning about who you are. Yeah. It's kind of like oh well, I want to be there. I want to do this thing, but within limits. You know what I mean? It was like a little yeah. bit complicated for me. So. I got to a point where my high school basketball coach, you know, he was trying to form the best team possible, mm. which again, this is what I'm going to say about high school. Like they're children. We are children in high school. And I feel like this is my opinion and you you guys can disagree. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take incoming. They are pressuring us too much to be, uh, know what we want, know yeah. what our passions are, you know, push us to be, the best person that you are when you're 15 years old, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Like we're trying to figure out who we are. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to make us the basketball star, D1 school, this, that, whatever. Yeah. So in my experience, I was following a passion, following a hobby that I really loved, like basketball. And then it became too serious. Mm -hmm. It became like, oh, you don't get here. You don't, you don't excel, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not going to happen. And then for me... Literally, one day, my mom picked me up. I was sobbing. I was crying mm -hmm. because I didn't want to let my team down. When you are a part of a sport, that teaches you discipline. That teaches you camaraderie. Loyalty. That, loyalty. That teaches you how to be a part of a team. Mm -hmm. Whether you want to be an athlete or not, sports are such an important part for mm -hmm. me of what it means to know what discipline means. Like, yeah. I will always say thank you. Yes. For having that experience. However, when it came to the point that I was like, this is getting too serious. I'm 15 years old. I'm not worried about being in a D1 school. I'm trying to get good grades and figure out what I like. I'm 15. Yeah. 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 I don't even know my sexuality. Right. Yeah. It's like the, the whatever you're in, they that like teacher or coach, whatever wants you to just focus on that only. But it's like, hey, we have all these other parts of our life that we have to focus on as well and give time to. Like you were saying earlier, when you focus more on one thing, other things in your life fall off and you don't give attention to it or don't give the energy to it or you, cause you can't. And it's like, no, we have to be able to freely explore safely what we want to do. That's something you have to learn how to do. Yeah. To, to learn how to like let go of something because you know you have other responsibilities. Yeah. Yep. And that's not easy. And, yeah. That's not easy because oh. you could stick staying to the same thing for so long because you feel like you're expected to. Mm -hmm. And you don't get to think you have the chance to try yeah. something else. Yeah. And I was scared. Because my coach, 
He should have been in the NBA. He's an incredible basketball player. But yeah. He had an injury. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he ended up where he ended up. And it was like, you guys got to be the best. Yeah. And I'm like. He uh, was tough. And he, he, was tough. he was pressured to be the best. So his pressure went right. on to you guys as kids, though. And there's, you know there's, what? There's definitely kids in that situation that excelled in that situation. Yeah. But be, at yes. that moment, once it really pushed into the, what that could be, it pushed out the kids that didn't fit that exactly. bill. Exactly. Yeah. But should you push kids at that age mm. to be that way? That's a good question. I just want to mm. play basketball in my school you and know? have a good time You know, like I'm with just it. trying to have fun. Right. It's not. But again, I don't take it away from him because yeah. guess what? And I'm going to give this to him the day that he dies. I will say this right now to everybody out there. I was so scared. I cried to my mom in the car. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't let my team down. Mm. I can't let my coach down. He's counting on me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I want you to be the point guard. I want you to this and that. But if I'm not happy and I'm not there, how much am I servicing him if I am lying, if I am showing yeah. up in a way that he doesn't want me to show up? Right. So my mom took me to see the Dalai Lama. Thank God I have the privilege and the honor to be able to, you mm-hmm. know. Awesome. I went to UM and he was doing a speech and... And he said, you have to do what fulfills you, what gives you happiness. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, right there, right that moment, in that moment, I said, the moment we leave here, I'm going to talk to the basketball coach. Nice. I will not wait one more day because I am showing up not prepared to be a part of this team. I'm already removed. Yeah. And I was fully expecting him to say, fuck you. Go run 10 laps. You're a piece of shit. Whatever the fuck. And you know what? I went up to him like a fucking woman, baby. Uh, yeah. And I went up to him and I said, Cocho, I love you. I love being a part of this team, but this is too serious. I am way more serious about music than I am this. And I am feeling way too overwhelmed. And you know what he said to me? Okay. Thank you for speaking to me to my face. Awesome. The moment you want to come back, the door is open. Beautiful. That's how it should always be. That's amazing. That's what he said to me. And then the credits roll. Awesome, Coach But you know what I'm (laughs) saying? I was expecting the worst. Yeah. Of course. And look how he responded to my, you know, quote unquote, manning, hashtag womaning up. Right. Put your money where your mouth is. Stop being afraid. Yeah. Talk to people. You didn't, yes. you didn't have your mom have, come up to you and of say course it for not. you. Of course yeah, have not. A conver- or you and, she, and she yeah. offered. And she offered. She wanted to. Do you want me to go yeah. talk to him? No. No. I'm going to deal with it myself. And it was so painful and so terrible. But it was a beautiful experience. Yeah. Awesome. That shaped my life. It doesn't matter I don't remember algebra. I don't remember this and that. And I have terrible grammar. I can't spell for shit. But you know what I remember? That moment right there Mm -hmm. where I was able to feel like I manned up and he respected me. That's nice. That is. That's awesome. And unfortunately, it's not always like that. That's probably the more rare side. But that that shapes you for sure. Did you have a weird moment like in sports? Like how was your experience? Because you were very talented, Avery. She was like a soccer star. Her dad was a soccer coach, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that must have been really difficult for you, but you always excelled. Did you ever feel like, you know, I have to perform? Like, hmm. I think it was probably I felt it, but it was like I just was literally coming out, came out of the womb playing soccer. My brothers played soccer. I looked up to them, and I, like, loved it because I wanted to do what they were doing. Um, but in school, yeah, I was expected to do it, but I loved it. You know, there were some hard times of, like, just this is intense and – I never really wanted to go to college for it. But I remember one summer I was helping my dad with his soccer camp. He does every summer called Simple Soccer. I remember it was just so hot out there and that damn field gets really, really oh, hot. Yeah. And I was sweating and I'm in high school and I'm like, I have better, better things to do, quote, like, you know, like <laughs> air quotes, better things to do than coming here at whatever time of the day, burning hot, sweating, helping with him with kids and whatever. And I told my dad, I was like, I don't even want to be here. Da, 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 da. And then like, he, my dad is the most kind person in the yeah. world, like doesn't curse, doesn't anything. He's the best. And I could just, I, I was telling my dad this, but I was kind of coming at it, coming at it with a bad attitude a little bit. I loved your dad. Yeah. I wasn't dad. in any sports. I thought your dad was fantastic. Yeah. It's just, you could hear him from the other side of the school, you know? Yeah. Oh well, what I was saying is like, if you're a teacher in high school, which is what we were talking about before, like you have to realize that like when you're a 15, 16 year old, you're thinking, 
you know, you got it all figured out. That's not the case. Like those are children. Yeah, they're sure. so impressionable. So when you act a certain way, they're gonna take that and like think that that's what adulthood looks like and oh, sounds right. like and is. But it's like you think now, like teachers are our age. We could be teachers teaching fifteen year olds, right, and that's completely right. normal. Like we think that these people have it all figured out, yep. and what they say is the word of God. And like, oh, I did something wrong because they're reacting like this and they're telling me this, and it's like we're doing nothing wrong, you know, per se, if, unless you're. Doing My sister wrong. just got out of high school. She wow, like, really? She's oh, going yeah. to college now. Yeah. Speaking of school, this is a perfect moment. We went to Country Day. I'm when we went to Country Day. There's somebody that we all have in common that I, I actually want to take a little moment. Let's let's try to call him. Let's see what the fuck Should is up. On? But um, hello. When we went to Barack high Obama. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> uh, Emily, uh, Emily, uh, good to hear you. How are you? Hey, that's uh, actually pretty good. Malia, good. Michelle, and I. Am <laughs> happy to hear from you. Thank you. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. My best friend to this day, and also in high school, was Groovy Pentesco, aka I'm not going to say his name because it ruins the illusion. If I tell you what his name is, it ru- yeah. it ruins the fact that his name is Groovy. I don't even his know his real name. You his know his real if name? If I tell you, I'll yeah, tell you off camera. Hold on. I'm going to cut this out right now. No Ugh. way. What? So anyway. No. So <laughs> when I was in high school, um, Groovy, who is my best friend, he came up to me. He had our band director, Mr. Wicker, who... You know, all of us know. Even Avery, who wasn't a part of the band. Yeah. Like, Wicker loved you. Like, we were all a part of that that vibe. Like, mm-hmm. that crew. Yeah. And um, so, he was a part of our high school experience because he was helping us with, like, sound and, you know, setting up the band and everything. Yeah. So, we're going to call him. Let's fucking call Groovy. We're going to call Groovy right now. Let's see what's all up. All right. The number you have dialed is not <laughs> Hey, hey. Groovino! Welcome to In Our Own World, Groovy. How are you? I'm good. Where I'm are very you? very good. Tell us right now. Don't at, lie. Be honest. Where are you? I'm at, a, I'm at a bar. Yes. I was just jamming with some friends. Oh, amazing. What song? I ran outside. What song did you just play? I played Little Wing, Hey Joe, and Mustang Sally. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, so listen. We are here with Avery fed and me and we were talking about high school and talking about our experience and we got to the point where we're like oh fuck groovy was a part of that shit so yes. tell Hi, us groovy. how do we all know each other we know each other i met emily in ninth grade playing little wing <laughs> That's literally how i met you <laughs> i got called in to play for the class which i thought was very bizarre but okay and then uh <laughs> Got to actually hear you guys when you guys did the Beatles medley. That's oh, right, cool. yeah. From Abbey Road. And Twiggy and I would switch off on the drums and Groovy Just was to there. to make the record straight, I was not in high school. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say. I was in the high school that you guys went to. Yeah. But like, why aren't you hey, trying to take the opportunity to make yourself seem like you're, you know, in your 20s? It like, ain't going to happen. Man. That ain't, shit ain't going to happen. But like, you know, like, I'm trying to throw you a bone. I'm trying to... Make it seem like, you know, and here you are. So Groovy's my fucking best guy. And not only have we all been in high school together and everything, but he has been the reason why I have evolved my drumming. When I was in high school with Twig and playing drums and playing sports with Avery and everything, uh, Groovy was like, hey, come play drums with me. And I was like, uh, okay. And I was ready for a rehearsal and whatever. He's like, rehearsal? Fuck that. You're going to show up, you're going to play, and we're going to make it work. And yep. so I've been playing with Groovy since I'm 13 years old. Nice. He's my ride or die. And he has made me the musician that I am, truly. I'm going to say that oh. right now. And also, in that process, in the last year, he has written the most unbelievable fucking album all right, down the road. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have gotten through that record. That's not true because it's very true. the point is that when you're a musician, when you're an artist, high school and everything, like you need friends in your life yes. to, to make you push you to be yeah. your best self. And you do that for me and I do that for you. Yep. Ten years down I'm the still line. A kid when it com- I'm still a kid when it comes to playing music. I'm still the same way I was when I was 15. It's weird. So I think about that. Love it. 
you know, I, I still love music like I did then. And I know a lot of like people when they get older that are musicians and they kind of like veer out of it. It's weird. Yeah. A lot of people veer away from it and they, you know, it's not as close to them. They still love music, but it's not like their end all. And for me, I have to be listening to music all the time when I'm driving all the time. It's cranked, you know, you know different albums, you know, all, you know, I just got done driving for 11 hours. I've been up for 28 hours. God damn. And here I am at a gig to sit in with another band. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Damn. Fuck you yeah, know, man. It, that, it's like that. It, it's just what drives me. It's what keeps me alive. Yeah, man. You got to follow your passion. You got to do what makes you happy. That's what I felt from you when you met me. I never in a million years would have thought that you would have invited me to play with you, Mm. you know, to be a part of your world. And as a result, we have this friendship that is going to be till the end, till the day I die, babe. You know, you're my ride or die. It's one of the most important things in my life is our friendship. I feel the same way. Devil. Well, anyway, go back to the bar, bitch. Love you. Yeah. All right, I love you guys. I love, love you, man. Groove. We love you. I that guy is just the coolest guy. I remember That's, like watching all of yeah. you guys on stage and stuff, and like him doing all the other background stuff and whatever sound checks. He, and whatever he would control. He would do, do. He would have the soundboard. He'd control yeah. the audio all the time. Yeah. I we went like, to a school that gave us a lot of facilities to learn the things we wanted to do. Right. Extracurriculars, they gave us all the tools needed to make that happen in the confines of how they do it. Right. They had a lot of rules. It was structured. At the same time, I should have been just like forming a band outside of school and doing gigs and like getting into trouble. I should have been taking risks in that regard. But I had a school that was very like eager to have us make things in the confines right. of our school. Right. A part of it. We were very privileged, all of us, whatever reasons we were to be able to go to a private school. But I'll say this to this day, like, I still say thank you. I acknowledge we went to a private school. However, you have to have that outward experience where you have to also realize we're children, we're growing, we're learning. You know, like even Avery, I remember like one day you came up to me in the hallway because you were always an incredible student. And that's another thing. Like, how did you balance students and like i feel like there's a lot of pressure now a lot of pressure you have to be an amazing athlete or you have to do something or you have to whatever like did you ever feel avery's dad was a soccer coach right Mm -hmm. and she was the soccer star just a side note avery i would study with you and the other smart kids on purpose so i could get better (laughs) grades that's so funny because i never thought of myself as a smart kid at all i was in just like the regular normal like science and I did well in my chemistry class and then I got put into honors physics and that was not for me. I was sitting <laughs> with all the smart kids of like the smart kids in our class. So my brain, I guess, just naturally was more like science-based, math-based kind of stuff because yeah, I'm a physical therapist now, but I always wanted to be more of the like theatrical, musical and I have that passion for it and I love it because I love singing and I love the arts and I loved watching guys' performances. Do you do it now? And the drama performances. I'll just sing... I sing to my patients all the time. Like if, if I'm when in the hospital. When they're unconscious? Yeah. No, when they're, no, they hear me and they're like, you have a great voice. And I'm like, thank you. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. All right, let's hear your singing voice. Hit I it. I want a different doctor. Come on. Um, oh, I got to. I'll bring my guitar down. You want to sing real quick? I can show you the. I can show you oh, the. Disney world. lawyers. Yeah, right. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, 
further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I was telling Twiggy that I had kind of a different experience in high school because my father worked there. My two brothers went to school there. And they're Um, always watching. Always watching, always listening, always around the corner. Mm. So I was in ninth grade when my uh, middle brother was in 11th grade and my oldest brother was in 12th grade. So we were in high school together, you know, in a very small high school. Our our class was 89 kids. Yep. So yeah, very, very intimate. I um, I knew everybody. Small. Exactly. We knew everyone in high school. Yeah. So, um... But also with like coming out, like which I probably wouldn't have come out in high school anyway if my dad wasn't there or my brothers weren't there. But I feel like kids can come out earlier now, or like I feel like it's just more talked about and more I open. Hope they so can. kids, I hope they can too. It feels like a big shame. Here's my thing: you shouldn't be forced to come out until you're ready. Because I don't even believe in coming out. Yeah. Like if you're if you're figuring yourself out, nobody should make that decision for, for you. you. However, other than your priest. <laughs> yeah when you're that age and stuff and you think about coming out or doing anything just different from the status quo the norm it yeah you think about everyone how it's gonna affect everyone else and it shouldn't be that way you know it's like right. oh how my family how's my dad gonna like take this now he's at school and has all this talk about his daughter being gay so it's like that went through my mind but also was terrified of coming out anyways regardless of that so but a eh, little different of a did you come out um not really. I guess they found out. Mm. And then when I went to college, I kind of like was able to be myself more. Right. Like I got, I got a girlfriend in like my freshman year of college. We started dating and dated for four years. On Cash App? On Cash App, yeah. yeah. She hit me up there. <laughs> on Farmer Finder. Farmersonly.com. Yeah. Yep. That's my type of girl right there. Oh my God. Howdy, darling. Where oh. you at? <laughs> Roll dad. Hook them Yeah. Horns. Right, 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 right. Abe's like, all of us have had incredible memories together. Like, I'll never forget that powder puff moment that you mentioned. But also, I'll never forget the day that high school ended. Mm. This is like one of my core memories. I I, I guess it is. It really wasn't a big deal to me. But it it was was, to me. Yeah, that's so funny. When high school ended, Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, the seniors, the bell's about to ring, whatever. Like, go, go outside and whatever. Fed decides to put me on his shoulders. He's 6'3", I'm 5'2". <laughs> he decides to put me on his shoulders and run around the football field, oh leaning forward with me on his shoulders. And I'm like, I, I feel like I, I'm going to die. Started, I started sprinting and purposely pretended I was dropping her. I was like, wow, and like scooped her up. <laughs> Face plants into the turf. Oh, <laughs> my God. See, I, was... you're, you're the youngest of your family. I've had like a, a little sister that I had. I've like, I had practice. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> A small infant on my shoulder, so. <laughs> Fuck you. To. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. My point is that it was just a, a euphoric moment. Like, school was over. I was on your shoulders. We're running around. Like, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. cute. And those are the things that life are made of. Like, you have to mark those moments. Yeah. You know, like, enjoy them. When I first met Emily, we were in the school band, and I was really fascinated with her. 
Like I you knew your mom was like fucking boring. Like I didn't give a shit, you know. Thanks. Like I was like, oh, she plays drums. Like she's really fun. I was like, oh, like she's so small. <laughs> I, this was like even Fuck. like it was we were young That's too. It was like right. freshman year high school. So like she was like just small, and I I shot up like a rocket. I was already six two, six three by like <laughs> middle school. Like Damn. I I have the stretch yeah. marks to prove it. So I've always been like the tall guy, mm-hmm. and tall-ish, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh. I kept on, there was this bit that I had with, with like, with all these other guys in the band, like Aaron Wiesman, which is like, I want to fight her. I want to fight her. I want to fucking fight her. And I tried to like go to you. We didn't know each other well enough. And I was like, I want to fight you. We're like in the bus. And there was a moment where we like wrestled or something too. (laughs) I I, I really wanted to like fucking like Greek wrestle you. My money's on him, by the way. Yeah, I know. But in in wrestling, she would have the advantage. Like I knew that she could easily overpower me. You you were in the basketball team, so you were fit. So I was like, I know that Emily could kick my ass. And the drums. I mean, you got to have fit. Were being the the operative word. Yeah. (laughs) You were fit. <laughs> Sorry, oh, you're preaching to the choir on that one. <laughs> but no, I think in high school you have to have that good clean. You have to, as a kid, you have to just find your thing, but try everything, you know, and have yeah. fun with it, and just like love and have fun in that moment because high school is a form- formative years for yeah. sure. And you gotta like, like the last day of high school is like amazing, and like adults are like, oh my gosh, just high school. But it's like, no, you gotta no. live that and feel it, and like be in the moment, and yeah. like make mistakes, do stupid things, but like you gotta fully, thoroughly enjoy it. This is my message for tonight, guys. Whatever happens in your life, you have friends that have been with you for a minute. There have been moments where we don't talk. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Avery and I just recently reconnected again, even though we were super close. And Fed and I, you know, we went to college in the same, you know, state. Oh, we didn't even and- talk about that, yeah. Yeah, like he went to Emerson and I went to Berkeley, so we were able to continue we were in our Boston friendship. at the same time. Exactly. We got into some trouble. A lot of trouble. (laughs) The point is that you have to reconnect to the people who bring you joy. Talk about your past. High school is a very formative time. It's not about what you learn. It's about the experiences that you have. Because I'm telling you, man, it doesn't matter if you're 15, 16, 17. What you go through during that time, even to this day, you remember. You think about it. We keep coming back to each other. It's even like subconscious. Like you learn so much stuff that like you don't you can't articulate or like remember but you still learn so much exactly you yeah. you you process About, it later uh-huh. but in the moment you're learning mm-hmm. oh yeah not what you're writing on the paper yeah to ask well, me about any history question i have no idea exactly <laughs> really but i love my history t- mr melamed i loved him because he was just Dr. connected right? melamed. He was to thailand yeah, awesome he was incredible. but um yeah you learn so much in high school for like like being a human being a good person like and then keeping your friends you know you your friends speak to who you are amen to so, this day which is why i say you you both have beautiful hearts beautiful uh-huh. like you just the energy you radiate which is why yeah. i want to continue to be around you guys Got yeah it. you too so dude. before we end Understood. this flight by the way gem i really fucking hope you found that rock I to know. keep beyonce alive because she needs to be alive she shout out to gem shout out to gem mining those gems we oh Gem mining gems. Gem mining gems. What are you mining? Gem. What the gems are you mining? mining the gems are you gems. mining them? Are you mining them? One more time now. Hey, hey, are you mining them? Get your back. Is Beyonce off alive? The wall. Get your back. Please tell me. Anyway, so Shake before we leave bitch. you guys tonight, thank you so fucking much for flying with us. Mm-hmm. One more time. How Say are we your name. Get home? What are you up to today? Where can people find you? Like, give people the rigmarole. Let's start with Abe's. Rigmarole, here it is. Um, Avery Watson, physical therapy right here. Um, <laughs> don't ask me to <laughs> work on you. <laughs> I'm expensive. I yeah, work baby. at a hospital, and my Instagram is Avery Watts. Hit me up. That's for it. all your, for all your, if you don't, if you don't want to use WMD, you go to her Instagram after. <laughs> exactly. That. I am that's your, that's, your sec, that's your plan B on that one. Yep. Yeah. Hit me everything. up. Any questions you got? <laughs> all right, Fed. What's your vibe? Uh, here's Federico. Check me out on Instagram. Muerto Lento. I'm an illustrator. I got my new animated music video out uh, for the band Heat Boys. It's called Lonely Parentheses Incel Anthem, and it's exactly what you expect it to be. 
whoever's out there right now listening, you need your friends to lift you up, to yes. make you feel good, yeah. to make you feel empowered. When was the Every- last time you talked to your high school friends? Make sure they're okay. Call them. Yeah. Check yeah. how they are. Well, don't call them. Text them first. And people will always be happy that you reached out. Don't be like, oh, it's been too long. Yes. They forgot me. Da, da, da. Yeah. When some, I've had a couple of people like recently reach out and be like, oh my God. I'm like, it's just so, it's so nice and so Feels warm good. feeling. And I'm like, wow, I've made an impact on their life enough for them to reach back out. And I'm so grateful. And I need to learn from that because I need to do it. I need to reach out. And on that note, thank you for flying with us today. This has been In Our Own World with Fed Schlesinger, Avery Watson, Emily Estefan. Thank you for flying with us, baby. We love you. Call your high school. Peace and love. Peace and love. We're in space. Outer space. Outer space. We're in the cosmos. This is a Moonflower production in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts, visit the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 